Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 1719. Here is a very simple method for success by Benjamin Hardy of benjaminhardy.com. And I'm Justin Mollick, your personal narrator, reading to you every day, including holidays, just like an audiobook, but free of charge, and mostly from blogs, but sometimes from books, always with permission from the websites, otherwise it would be copyright infringement. And with that, let's get right to today's post as we optimize your life. Here's a very simple method for success by Benjamin Hardy of benjaminhardy.com. As I'm writing these words, I'm at the home of one of my mentors, Dan Sullivan, who is the founder of Strategic Coach. The only reason I tell you I'm here is that for years, I would have been blown away simply to meet this man. Now we not only have a close friendship, but we also work together on big projects. I tell you the simple story for a few quick reasons. One, no matter how big your dreams are, they aren't big enough. Two, you need to learn how to create experiences that shift and upgrade your psychology. Three, you need to learn to meet the people you aspire to be like. Four, both your mindset and goals are limited right now. And five, whatever it is that you want right now, you can have it, but then you need to continue stretching your mindset and experiences. The truth about goals. Most people do not know how to set or achieve goals. Most people don't clearly know what they want, and they believe they must be clear before setting goals. The process of writing your goals down on paper every single day is actually how you clarify your goals. You're not supposed to have the whole future figured out right now. You figure it out more fully one day at a time. The purpose of goals is to guide and clarify your thinking. You get to decide what clarity means to you and you get to decide what your future looks like. You do this by intentionally writing down what you would like to see happen. It's really that simple. However, the only truly useful form of goals is in the form of numbers or events. A brain works really well when it is trying to create a specific event or a specific number. So when you're looking at your goals, you wanna be sure that they are either numeric or actual events in the real world. Your brain needs to quantify in the actual world what it is you're trying to do. Simply having a better life or being financially successful or being a professional author are all horrible goals. You'll never get the clarity you need to be truly motivated by this kind of goal setting. You need specific numbers and specific events. Both of these are very important. For example, if you wanna improve your relationship with your spouse, you need to write down in your journal the exact number of dates you plan to take your lover on in the next 30 days. You also need to write down specific events that you wanna create in that relationship, in the 3D world, not just in your head. If you wanna improve your income, 
then you need to write down specific amounts of money you'll make in the next 30, 60, and 90 days, and even in the next one, three, and five years. You also need to write down specific events that you will create with your money, such as donating a million dollars to your church or buying the house of your dreams, etc. Numbers are powerful because they are measurable. If your goals are not measurable, then they aren't actually goals. If you don't also have specific events you wanna create, then you don't have the creative clarity to produce something significant in the real world. Me sitting here at Dan Sullivan's house is an event in real time that shows me that I'm actually moving my life in a consciously designed direction. Events are happening in the real world that I was only writing about in my journal one to three years ago. The better you get at this process, the faster you'll achieve your goals. One other tidbit, when you put yourself into powerful experiences, you want to allow those experiences to truly reshape your psychology. While in powerful environments, you want to really stretch your imagination in future. Don't play small. As Napoleon Hill stated, quote, whatever the mind can conceive and believe, the mind can achieve, end quote. In certain situations, you are more receptive to change. Your subconscious is more fluid and flexible and within your reach. So you might as well grab it and shake it a little bit. For example, while at a recent event where I was learning to grow my business, I was feeling really inspired and in what I would call a peak state. I decided to pull out my journal and begin writing goals down that were far bigger than anything I've truly imagined. According to neuroscience, in order for visualization to work, you not only need to be intellectually stimulated, but also emotionally committed. True imagination is both cognitive and affective, mental and emotional. When you become emotionally committed to your visualization and goal setting, you begin to reshape your personality. Because your personality is based on emotions and memory is not intellect, you'll be able to truly visualize your goals. While writing your goals down in a far more imaginative state of mind, you'll begin to get insights. Those insights are the gold you're looking for. Those insights are ideas about both the what and the how. You'll begin thinking about creative solutions to your problems. You can't actually get creative solutions if you aren't actively seeking something bigger and better in your life. But while you truly entertain an idea, goal, or future event you intend to experience, you give your brain something tangible to begin playing with and solving. This is a good use of the brain, and very few people have designed systems for getting their brain activated at peak levels. What you measure matters, so measure what matters. What you focus on expands. The things you choose to measure influence and determine your mindset and mental focus. For a long time, my core metric of measurement was the number of email subscribers I added to my blog. In the past 30 days, I've gotten around 19,000 new people. The thing is, I don't really care about this number anymore. I care about something much more important. While my focus was on email subscribers, I wasn't actually making any money. When you set a goal for a specific metric, you then put your brain on track for developing the skills to attain that metric. Because my focus was on getting email subscribers, I allowed my brain to learn how to get new email subscribers. I learned how to develop the skills and abilities that will lead to that particular outcome. However, in moving forward and evolving in my life, I realized that that particular method, although useful, is not the best metric I should be monitoring. There are better metrics. There are metrics more powerful and useful. What you measure determines the goals you set. The goals you set determine the future development of your brain and personality. Instead of measuring the number of emails I get, I'm now measuring the number of clients I'm getting. I'm also measuring specific events around my work, personal life, and family. 
The key events I'm seeking in my work relate to powerful experiences for my clients, as well as key transformational experiences I have in my own life, such as the one I've been having this week with Dan Sullivan. In other words, my focus has shifted to tangible experiences for myself and my clients. This focus has led to far greater inspiration and insights in my morning journaling than simply focusing on the number of email subscribers I get. Your brain develops as you focus on attaining specific numbers and creating specific events. You just listened to the post titled, Here's a Very Simple Method for Success by Benjamin Hardy of benjaminhardy.com. I'm guessing you've probably heard of SMART goals, but if you haven't, SMART stands for S, specific, M, measurable, A, attainable, R, relevant, and T, time-bound, which definitely relates to what he was talking about in this article. If you follow that basic principle, your goals will definitely be more effective. But my favorite takeaway is probably about the ones you pick. You know, it could be to be able to do 20 push-ups, but that might not actually be what you want. The example he gave about newsletter subscribers is a great one. It reminds me of people having a goal to have a certain number of followers on Instagram. That metric really doesn't mean anything. And when you do hit it, nothing will change. You'll most likely be like, hmm, now what? So defining those goals into something truly meaningful or life-changing is what's important. My two cents. I'll leave it there for today. Have a great day or night whenever you're listening to this. And I'll see you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.